0: Now is the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Zombie, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story.
1: Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. you got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Welcome
0: to Fault Nightmare. I'm Mike. I am MB.
1: How do I sound, by the way? You sound fine. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Weird thing to start the show out with. It's been a, it's been
1: a while since there was an, uh, we recorded an episode, but even though there was one up, I guess, two weeks ago. But yeah. We recorded that two weeks before. I've been I've been dealing with a rather intensive move to a new place.
0: Yeah, you've been kind of off the grid.
1: No way. Yeah, things um, things have been difficult. Yeah. I have not like I meant to start editing all these back commentaries. I haven't even had time to do that. Things um, place isn't really set up. It's just it's been rough.
0: You, not only that, but you were kind of thrown off your game a little bit because last week we attempted to record an episode because you had like a brief slot of time and nothing. we couldn't, we couldn't think of anything.
1: Nothing. And, and, and we've we recorded with no pre-planning many times. And not, I don't mean pre-planning like, and then you're going to talk about this. And then, but what, at least one of us silently has something to talk about. Yeah. This week... Not so much. Yeah, we we had nothing, and we've t- and we've started the show with nothing to talk about before. But it's like I just I had no gas. Yeah, I had just no forward forward motion. I was done.
0: Yeah, and I could I could kind of tell. So I think that kind of contributed to me just being dead.
1: Yeah, it was it was rough. But this week,
0: this week you have something to talk about. Something actually pretty monumental. I've for-
1: returned the 2012 Baltimore Comic-Con.
0: It has been a year since you went to the last one, which we talked about in another episode, yes. and now you've returned.
1: I've returned. Not uh, It wasn't quite as eventful as last year, unfortunately. Um,
0: you didn't get to see Stan Lee this year.
1: I did not. I saw where he was, but I did not see him personally. I also saw Garth Ennis, so he was not punching somebody. I was a little <laughs> shocked. Yeah, that is shocking. Greg Capullo was in somehow better shape than he was last year. <laughs> Don't know how that's possible. He's been working out. He's got He got some fucking guns, man. He's been lifting Scott Snyder's entire body. So 30 seconds after I walk into the hall, I'm on an escalator. Immediately passed on the escalator by Harley Quinn. That, like, sets the mood for any, it, for it's, any trip. It's when I knew I was home. <laughs> it's like I I am in a good place.
0: It's like did that feeling from last year return?
1: Uh it did. I don't I don't know if it was as strong because
0: you've been it, dealing with some stuff.
1: Yeah, I think I was just been it would've been different if it, I didn't the move wasn't here and I wasn't going through all this other shit. But it was I I I still had the I still have the post-con high.
0: It's, it's, I imagine it's hard to get rid of. Yes. I imagine because I've still never gone to a con. I, next I really year, need to change that.
1: Next year, Mike McGanola.
0: I don't want to make any promises because the last couple times.
1: MB, I will get us a hotel right there, a block from the, block from the con. To the archives. All you have to do is show up. I will pay for your ticket.
0: God damn it! We have to make it happen.
1: We do, we do. But this year, a great many things happened.
0: Yes, yeah, you—you you didn't have as much to talk about, but you still had a ton to talk about.
1: I immediately saw a guy dressed as tuxedo mask. <laughs> well, that's just who I at one point uh, followed through the crowd because he, because of the tall hat. It was like following a freight train to get through the crowd. <laughs> so like I just, a beacon yeah I use them as like the pace car to go
0: through there it, that place was fucking stuffed full of people this year like it was, I mean Stan Lee and John Romita were had a panel there I imagine true but this was Sunday this was the day
1: after that panel
0: <laughs> those people still haven't left
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would explain the smell um, I'm kidding a lot of zombies too You know what? A lot of children this year. I'm convinced that um, just a lot of chicks got pregnant from post-con parties last year. And this is gaffer math. (laughs) Like, there were so many fucking babies and children.
0: It's almost like this is a sequel to your (laughs) experience last year.
1: And and parents yelling at their children for touching things and having to buy them because they keep getting touched. And it's just making me just shake my head. Like, don't, don't, don't take them to the con, then. Oh, yeah. Or you know, be more careful of your child. Just yelling at kids all over the place. I think it might have just been the same mother. I just kept seeing, yelling at her child. Um. Also, a lot of Ghostbusters. I don't know why, so many Ghostbusters.
0: Was there? I I assume there was like some sort of event. Maybe they were trying to like get into the costume contest. I,
1: I assume, but I I don't understand why there was. I saw probably six different Ghostbusters. Not together, just some people dressed as, dressed as Ghostbusters.
0: I I guess, I will admit, that's like the easiest costume to do.
1: It's it's pretty simple. And, they, you know, not all of them had proton packs. Some did. A couple did. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was what it was. Uh, so many hot chicks, by the way.
0: Now, going into this, I kind of have to ask a couple things. Comparing your adventures last year with your adventure this year. Um, first of all, there was a certain comic vendor that you encountered. Someone someone that would say um, psychic. <laughs> like this dude may have genuinely had superpowers.
1: You're speaking, of course, of Crazy Ed. Yes, yes. You want to know right. if I want to?
0: Got- where not only did you get a Rocketeer movie adaptation, he specifically pointed out Harley Quinn comics to you. You were not wearing a Harley Quinn shirt. You were not buying Harley Quinn comics.
1: I was looking through Superman comics when he said that to me last year. No reason for him to have to look at me and said Harley Quinn fan, right? Just None. exact words to me.
0: Did he end up selling you Harley and Ivy? Yes. Yes. So did I, you visit him this year?
1: I visit him twice this year. <laughs> um, every time I was there, he was busy, so he did not speak to me directly. I ended up not buying – there was uh, there's a lot of stuff at his booth I wanted, but I did not end up buying anything. Because once, uh, <laughs> once I bought a certain comic, which we'll get to in a second, I yeah. – because uh, I visit a lot of booths first, then go back just trying to eye stuff
0: out. And to put this in context, you went there with $200 to spend. $280. Wow, it's even worse than I thought. I left with 60 So
1: you spent 120 Yep, I, I went there with $280 in cash, specifically for that con. I left with 60 bucks. I spent $100 on a very special issue. Of Green Lantern, Green Arrow.
0: And when you say special issue, I think basically everyone knows who you're talking what you're talking about.
1: And I say special issue, very special issue, in the same way they're very special episodes of Hanging with Mr. Cooper.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean <laughs> it's actually a very apt description now that I think about it. But yeah, the moment you said I just bought an issue of Green Lantern, Green Arrow that costs a hundred bucks, I immediately knew what you were talking about.
1: Say the famous line.
0: My ward is a junkie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I bought the drug issue. Uh, with with Roy Harper sticking a needle in his arm. Oh, Roy. Hal Jordan just being there acting like a dick. Now, I'm pointing sure, things out.
1: I'm sure someone... He's such a dick. I was just reading the cover. He's such a dick. <laughs> I'm sure someone is yelling at their iPod right now saying I overpaid. Which is possible. But Neil Adams was at the con. We'll get, yeah, to, we'll so get, to, we'll get guess, to that in a second. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but you know, I've never seen that comic before. Every time I've been to a con, every time I've been to a store, I've never come across that comic. I've come acro- I've seen, fucking, I like, just the con. Kind of, I just saw the first appearance of Wolverine, Spider Man number one. I've seen Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. I've seen X Men number one.
0: Um, just just off topic for a moment. Uh, how much is like the first appearance of Wolverine?
1: Um, I did not ask.
0: Probably a safe, probably a
1: safe. Assumption. Yeah, it was graded, so yeah. There was a lot of places selling graded comics for good prices too. So. Um, it's always weird when you see new um, comics uh, sealed graded.
0: Yeah, it's like, if, well,
1: of course they're a nine point eight. <laughs> it just came out two months ago. How has it even dropped down to a point eight? <laughs> But um after my first appearance of Wolverine I was just staring at it. even more than the Spider Man number one. Just staring at it.
0: Now see I would be more into the first appearance of Wolverine because it's like the Spider Man thing I would almost I almost wouldn't want. Like it would it would be like I would be unworthy of having it. I know. It just, but, <laughs> but, Mulver- but Wolverine is like it's fucking Wolverine. I know, just fighting the Hulk. <laughs> In his cat costume.
1: It was um, at a booth that was um, we buy we buy your comics for cash. I think they were selling and buying comics there, and they would give you Tell cash you. for the comics.
0: I need I need to if I go next year, I need to do that. Actually,
1: you know, these comics were flat out behind glass cases, by the way. Yeah, with uh, with just huge wads of money sitting next to them.
0: <laughs> it was it was incredible to see. <laughs> that was that was their price. It was just it was just displayed literally. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, I spent a hundred dollars on that Green Lantern, Green Arrow. One of it was pretty much the only comic I bought at the comic con. Except I did buy Absolute Watchmen for forty-five bucks. Um, somehow, fifty dollars $50 less than the retail price for it. It was only slightly damaged on the side of the outside box; was a little crushed in. Uh, for the most part, the inside, the inside actual book was untouched. It was, I mean, it, you said it was in plastic. It was still sealed in its original plastic. which I still had the yes, I did open it. The collector were, in me. You were conflicted. You were conflicted. The collector in me died a thousand times inside as I ripped that plastic off slowly. I couldn't do it all at once. <laughs> I was so just like apprehensive. It was just, it was terrible. <laughs> but I love Watchmen. I don't have a hardcover Watchmen, and I want to I want to read this book. So I I had to open it. I can't imagine that would be something you would sell. I know it, it'll never, it'll never happen. It's, it's going to have to just, it's going to be read often. But I say it came. It still has the original card. Uh, Absolute Watchman in white. Watchman's nearby my neighbor. Blah 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 blah. Absolute Watchman is the definitive collection of this timeless series. Ninety nine, ninety nine price tag. It was ninety. They were selling it. I think yesterday on um, Saturday. Because it was marked down, they had like a, a price tag on it that was marked down. To so I guess because the show was going to end in like two hours, so they marked it down. Yeah, it's sitting next to a bunch of Watchmen hardcovers, which I found amusing. I can't believe no one bought it though. I know it was, you couldn't even tell it was damaged with the plastic on. Actually, but even so, like I see that thing retailing for like five hundred bucks on it, on Amazon.
0: Yeah, eBay, it's it's insane. Like I've mm. looked up the Absolute Editions.
1: Yeah, so I, I did not feel bad for this purchase at all.
0: No,
1: I mean that's that's a steal for Absolute Watchmen as far as i And
0: plus plus y- you look at just the basic comics that you got like Green Arrow Green Lantern get Green Arrow that issue and Absolute Watchmen it's like what's better than that? Those are just, uh,
1: even if 100 bucks is overpaying for Green Lantern Green Arrow I got to look
0: it up to see how much that's actually worth. I, I, I honestly I don't, I don't I would be surprised if that was overpaying to be honest.
1: Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I'm I remember the um issue number off the top of my head. Like
0: it, I'm sure it's like worth, worth like hundred twenty. Though I guess it depends on what kind of condition you have it in.
1: It's not um I can I can still actually see the um the side binder on it. <laughs> By the way, Fine. we sound like such nerds. I know, I know, I know. But uh, the the um the side is still actually in pretty good shape. I can still read it. And it's in plastic in another thing in plastic, so it's it's well sealed. It's not in great shape, but it's I would argue possibly near mint. Yeah, or at least close to near mint. But um, I'm never I I knew I wouldn't, I'm never going to come across this comic again. Yeah, like I've never seen it so far, so it was it was well worth
0: it. Yeah, there are so many absolute editions I would love to own, I'm, that one included. Absolute Dark Nights. Oh, yeah. But, um, Absolute hush. Absolute long Halloween.
1: And I, I, and I was this close to buying a Watchmen hardcover earlier in the con. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't.
0: It was like it was stalking you. Yeah, I kept seeing it everywhere. <laughs> it was like a horror movie featuring a Watchmen book.
1: I think there was an Avatar press booth that was selling Watchmen hardcovers, which I found odd. Um, And Walking Dead stuff so much Walking Dead stuff. Um, but yeah, so I bought that. Those are the only two comics I bought. Mostly just bought art. Yeah. Got an awesome Andy Kubert signed uh, Countdown Joker. Yep. Uh, that's,
0: you got the uh, Death of Green Goblin cover? Yes.
1: Uh, yes, bitch. Um, it's cool. I got a um, Joe Kubert's Sergeant Rock
0: that's that's especially timely too.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. The Joe Kubert School had a booth uh, there selling art. Some signs, some not, but all was pretty much twenty bucks, and they had some amazing stuff.
0: I'm sure they got a
1: lot of money that weekend. I'm sure, like this, your head would have exploded. The stuff they had, I had to get that Sergeant Rock though.
0: Yeah, I mean I thought, Sergeant so- Sergeant Rock was like his baby.
1: Yeah. And he's like fighting Nazis on it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs>
0: it's, it's an awesome
1: print. I saw a picture of it. It's, it's like a blood red background. It's so pimp. Uh, uh, unsigned, obviously. Yeah.
0: With but still, some... it's, worth, it's worth 20
1: bucks. Oh, it's worth more than 20 bucks to me. Yeah. I got a cool, um, art print of, um, Death in the Family, issue four.
0: Yeah, with the, uh, Joker and top, fancy. yeah, yeah fancy, fancy Joker, Joker, yeah, with the, the uh, with the awesome the with thing.
1: the awesome caption of uh, uh, "Robin is dead, killed by the Joker." Batman can do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's over the top caption. I fucking love it. And um, I, I had a bit of the same booth. I bought the Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and those two uh, uh, art print of the uh, Spider Man and Batman covers. I also picked out a Deadpool cover to buy. Yeah. Um, but it got mixed in but a Superman art print cover got mixed in with it. And I didn't realize it till I got home. And instead of buying the Deadpool one, I bought a Superman print, which I wasn't as with uh it's kind of a cool cover. He's breaking Kryptonite chain kryptonite change on it chains on it. Yeah, it's
0: on. like oh. it's like one of the I think it's like the second volume of Superman. Yeah. Like it's the number one.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like a semi relaunch. Uh, was that, yeah, it was number one. So, yeah, it's, it's cool. I'm not a big super, I'm not a huge Superman fan, so. But yeah. it's still cool. It look good on the wall.
0: Yeah. The wall is amazing. Uh, <laughs> the wall where Joe Cooper art now lies.
1: I should have bought more at that booth, but. It's been 40 bucks.
0: Obviously, obviously you didn't have the money.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Cause I bought a, I also got a, a katana.
0: Yeah, you got, you finally got a sword.
1: Finally, I've, I have already had a Katana, uh, not great quality, but I already had one, but I always wanted to buy one at the con, because it's be an awesome thing to buy at a Comic-Con. Yeah. It's a nice one, too. I saw it. Very. I was this close to buying size.
0: So you could have been like Raphael?
1: Exactly. sucking so in the half shell and shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Not> Knowing <laughs> you, you'd probably sooner dress up as Electra. <sighs> That'd be hot. Thong at
1: my ass. Uh, uh, oh. uh, 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 anyway, so I I make my way to the Neil Adams booth. Uh, this is depressing too. I um I brought Killing Joke with me because Boland was going to be there. Brian fucking Boland, your favorite the the definitive Joker artist. When I think of Joker, it's Boland's Joker. That's as everyone knows. Joker is my favorite fictional character.
0: Boland's Joker, Hamill's voice. Yes.
1: Olin Joker is Joker to me. By the yeah. time I found his booth, he was gone. There was a sign-up. No more signing today. I was crushed
0: inside. Yeah. yeah. The, the, I mean, you were you were extremely excited for that the week leading up.
1: I was more excited than that. In fact, Stan Lee was going to be there.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, you would already seen Stanley last year. Yeah. You'd been in the same room with him and Jimmy Palmotti.
1: But he didn't make it. Palmont didn't make it this year because he's too busy fucking broads, I assume.
0: Yeah. He's, he, he, that dude's does, a pimp.
1: He does it all the time, so. That dude is a f- total fucking pimp. Look at the picture on his Facebook page. Just him with girls constantly. The strippers.
0: <laughs> Oddly enough, Dan Slut has the same sort of picture.
1: I'm not surprised by that at all. Uh, I write Spider-Man. I want to suck my dick. I write Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I brought the jackal back. he's just screaming it
1: as he's orgasming he's going
0: Jackal he's tearing a shirt (laughs) you're not the Hulk I'm the Hulk (laughs) I was hoping a moment like that would happen to
1: you Stanley jumps out in front of me and declares that he's I'm not Mike he's Mike (laughs) he starts trying to insult people but he can't it happened once I swear (laughs) Oh uh, <laughs> well, a-
0: I'm not Mike. <laughs> You're not the Mike. I'm the Mike.
1: <laughs> that was a weird flight of fancy that just happened. <laughs> um so I make my way to Neil Adams booth. I get a um awesome Batman Robin art print signed by him.
0: Yeah, because what they had at the booth, you were telling me was that they had you could get like an autograph for five dollars, but you could get a print for twenty. And if you got the print you could get the autograph free.
1: Yeah, you you, you still have to pay for anything else. If you need if you want to sign anything else, it's still five bucks. Yeah, but you can just buy the print for twenty, and so you get a print plus get it signed. Yeah, which is actually pretty good because all those prints any other booth would have gone for just twenty bucks. Yeah, um, arguably better than most prints other places. So, I get that. It wasn't until I got home that I remembered that I bought Green Lantern, Green Arrow for $100 and was discussing that Neil Adams was going to be there with the guy as I was paying for it and fucking completely blanked on having Neil Adams sign it while I was there.
0: Now, when you say that, did you buy the comic before or after you went to Neil Adams? Before. Two hours before.
1: And it just completely fucking slipped
0: my mind that I bought it. Wow. That's... I gotta say, that is that is pretty bad. I hate to say that. Awful. Ugh. How does I mean, that would have been incredible, but it just... You must have hated yourself
1: that day. It, it, was, it was depressing. I wanted to kill myself. I mean, how do you make a fuck up that
0: bad? I mean, this, this comic was already gonna be worth tons. You could have skyrocketed the price. It's not
1: just that, but just having...
0: Like, Neil Adams, signed buy it. Buy
1: that and have Neil Adams sign it all in the same fucking day? That would have been a con story. That was yeah. a experience.
0: That was worth the extra five bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to, like,
1: go buy a Preacher hardcover and have Garth Ennis sign it.
0: But Garth Ennis is great, but he's no Neil Adams.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's also different. Like, I bought a wall book. It was a wall book. It was on the wall. Yeah.
0: I'm not doubting your story.
1: <laughs> I also think there was other Green Lantern, Green Arrow comics surrounding it. But all I had to say was, can I see that Green Lantern, Green Arrow? Immediately grabbed it. Yeah. knew exactly which one I was being asked for, because I'm sure people were asking for it all day. But buy that wall book at the con, go over and immediately get it signed by the artist. A classic, classic, famous comic. That would have been the con story of the f- decade. It would have been for me, but nope, completely fucked it up. And I, and it's probably because I spent so much time pr- picking out what print I want him to sign.
0: And Not only that, but I'm sure it was just like you expected – you didn't expect Neil Adams to be the height of your trip. You expected Brian Boland to be the height of your trip. Yes.
1: I, I was mainly going for – because I didn't bring anything for Adams to sign. Yeah. I didn't know that they were selling
0: – And that was actually a big – that was actually a big motivation behind your reasoning not to go to a lot of artists, because there were a ton of artists there. Yeah. And
1: I saw a lot of them. Yeah. But, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> cool who's sitting there. You know, I still drew cable.
1: <laughs> As you know from um the last time I was at the con, there was a, a guy who we- – I was in Capullo's line, which I did not go in this year. You know, he we was still giving away free prints. line was retarded long. Didn't even bother.
0: Well, to be honest, uh, there, there's a reason for that. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo were at the same booth.
1: Yeah, so it was – it would have been a trip. Yeah. But um, and I didn't bring anything for Snyder to sign, so I just felt bad. Oh,
0: yeah. But um, – It's it's always like a weird con mentality, I, I assume. Like, you, you almost feel like you're asking too much.
1: Yeah, it's. And also I'm not the kind of person who asks for autographs or pictures with people. Yeah. I feel weird. Like, doing At, at it.
0: least, like, <laughs> with links with Adams, you bought a print.
1: Yeah, with Adams, I bought a print, and he was also already busy signing, like, a hundred comics for some guy. Yeah. Um, Adams was cool, though. Adams was just cool.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was personalized. He signed on Batman's cape.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's
1: that's what I'm obsessed with for some reason.
0: Yeah, this that's actually spooky. like explain what happened when you went off there.
1: I didn't realize like most of the time when I get stuff signed, it's not um, they don't they rarely do they ask you have usually have to ask for them to personalize it or something. Yeah, but Adams actually asks who was, who we want who I wanted it made out to, so he wrote for Mike Neal Adams on it, which it's like I'm sure to everyone listening doesn't sound like anything. Like whatever. But it doesn't I can I can look at that and just... For mike from Neil Adams. It's just awesome.
0: Your name was written by the same person who did Joker's Five Way Revenge and created Rachel Ghoul.
1: But I got, by the way, at one point I got so excited I was flipping new comics, I thought I saw Joker's Five
0: Way Revenge. It wasn't. It was just a similar cover though. I got so excited though. <laughs> Can you imagine getting that and then having, and then being at Neil Adams' booth? Granted, I'm sure. And forgetting to have him sign it. If you would have forgot, you would have flat out killed yourself. I know. I know. So it's a good thing you didn't find that comic.
1: And it was hard I, I thought about having a sign. Two parents, but I didn't have. I did not want to spend all of my money. No, the can and by that point, I already—I think that wasn't the last thing that I did. Was the Neil Adams thing? No, I bought Absolute Watchmen right afterwards. But yeah, the four mic thing, which you know, like I said, sounds stupid to probably everybody else. He writes that in everybody's thing. But
0: yeah, it does uh, like
1: That's just yeah. that's just fucking cool. It's it is just cool, and it warms my heart. I can—I'm going to kill myself after this is done because I have nothing else to live for. No, Neil Adams. Wrote my name.
0: On Batman's cape. I, I cannot stress that point enough. I,
1: on, I don't know why I'm obsessed with that, but it's on Batman's cape.
0: Not only that, but the print itself is insanely awesome. Yeah, the print like
1: itself it's got, is worth 20
0: bucks alone. It's, it's, awesome. got, it's got 90s Tim Drake on it. Awesome fucking costume. The best Robin suit that has ever existed. Yeah. Um, it's got Batman on it. He's wearing the classic oval and he has a Bat logo on his belt underneath the oval. And he's smirking towards camera, so I'm, <laughs> I'm seeing like a real dick.
1: <laughs> Actually, one of the reasons I picked it out... Um, they, only, they didn't have that many Batman prints there, which I thought was strange. One of the reasons I picked it out was because he was smirking. And whenever I think of Neil Adams' Batman,
0: he's smirking. It's like your mind was immediately drawn to it.
1: Yeah. And they had a newer Neil Adams' Batman there, but... I didn't want a new Neil Adams Batman. No. And Tumbug I mean, says when I say new Neil Adams Batman, everyone has the knows exactly what image I'm talking about. Yeah. But um, I I but I didn't want a new Neil Adams. I want something... Because he doesn't... He doesn't feel like he draws Batman the same.
0: No, not only that, but it's like the stories are kind of synonymous with negative things. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. But like,
1: he isn't... Like, Batman... Like, look at the Look, look at that, like, print... It has like the long ears,
0: yeah. Like it's
1: that's like, that. Is, that is Batman. Yeah. Like that's Neil does not draw Batman with those like those long ears anymore. No, that's right. He, he was a little more slender back then, and
0: and that cape, the way he draws the cape, I've always loved. Yeah, that was one of the other
1: things. Was like that cape is awesome in that print, and it gets yeah. signed. It's awesome. So I and it was it had Robin and. There was no reason for me not to go for that point. And I could have gone with the Joker. I could have gone with either the Batman, and it was a Neil Adams Joker, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly. But you have to go, it's Neil Adams, you have to have him sign Batman.
0: That takes, that takes fortitude not to immediately go for Joker, considering how obsessed with Joker you are. Yeah. It's, it's like, really it, there. that's just how powerful Neil Adams is. Oh, fuck.
1: I just remembered something. At Crazy Eds. Oh God! There was something there that I meant to go back and buy, but I completely forgot. I mean, there was no way by the time the day was over, I would remember. He had uh, Black Orchid, Neil Gaiman's, every issue. In one nice little pack. How much? I don't remember. I think it was maybe fifty. Hmm. Sounds about right cuz I looked at so many that I don't all the prices kind of run together but it yeah. was a pack he had a bunch of black orchid Neil Gaiman stuff it was in with um he had Sandman a bunch of packs of Sandman individual Sandman and they he had black orchid in there big pack of big pack of black orchid god I don't want to get Sandman and it I was I should have got I completely
0: I completely fucking forgot cuz who who owns like Black Orchid Sam or Black Orchid by Neil Gaiman. Like, have you ever seen that in like a collection?
1: No, I've never actually come across a black. I've looked for it, never come across a Black Orchid. Not even by Neil Gaiman. I've just never come across a Black Orchid comic. <laughs> to
0: be honest, I, up until recently, I didn't even know who she was.
1: I knew. I just knew who Black Orchid was because Neil Gaiman once wrote her. That's all you got to start. That's the only. That's the most I ever knew about Black Orchid.
0: I'm sure that's the reason anyone knows who she is. Yeah. So Aside from Neil Gaiman. He he knows everything.
1: Yeah. So I I I really wanted to buy that. But I completely freaking forgot.
0: Well also you wouldn't have had the money.
1: Yeah, I that's it's it's hard. I mean I still had the sixty bucks left over, but I didn't wanna
0: No. It, you you're you're saving for something better. Yeah.
1: I I and have this thing where I don't want to spend Every, all the money, I, even though I bring the money specifically that cash for the con, because
0: I don't. Well, you, ne- you never know. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get people who pay with credit cards there. That wears me out. Because yeah. then I, I remember I was buying the de Kubert stuff. Like we don't accept it's cash only. It's a, it's a con. I have cash.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't get the people who pay with credit cards at the con. It's just strange to me. Yeah. Like, come on, like, keep the fucking transaction over with. Yeah. Sucks standing guy people who are paying with credit cards in a crowded booth. It's not fucking Kmart.
0: <laughs> I so that was your in a nutshell that was basically your con story. It was Neil Adams. My fuck up with Neil Adams is my biggest con story, yeah. Yeah. Now there were a ton of claws you said there were a ton of cosplayers there. Um so how dudes. were some of those?
1: Uh There was, like, a 60-year-old guy wearing a loincloth and nothing else. Uh, there was a bl- big black guy there dressed as Xerxes, who I unfortunately had to walk behind at one point. Oh. Um, and his ass was showing.
0: Uh,
1: That was interesting. He was laughing his ass off to his friend for reasons not aware of. Awesome Scott Pilgrim and Ramona. There was one booth I, I wanted, I've i always mean to buy stuff from. It's uh, Transformers, tra- selling Transformers art.
0: Every oh, time, oh, 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 oh. Go on. Larry Hama. Did you see him? Never saw him. Oh,
1: damn
0: it. Alright, continue. But at this booth,
1: I was very depressed by that, too. But uh, at this booth, every single time I walked, to it, I walked up to it, it was blocked. Blocked? Blocked. Too many people around it. Oh. Uh. And I just could not get to it. And you can only stand in one place waiting for so long because shit gets – the crowds are moving so much. Yeah. That you can't stand, like, the middle of the aisle. It gets kind of uh,
0: – Kind of hectic.
1: Yeah. The zombie people are getting on my nerves too. Like, okay, we get it. You're dressed as a zombie. Stop walking around like a zombie. Because you're just holding shit up at this point. <laughs> God damn. Pricks.
0: But there's one costume – and you've only shown me like a couple pictures you said it was you said it would have been me if I was at the con
1: unfortunately I did not see it in person no um cause I did not end up going to the costume contest like I intended but um, cause I just didn't realize it, it uh, had started until like an hour later yeah. time kind of flies by when you're at the con <laughs> I was there for like three and a half hours and felt like it was over twenty minutes Still never saw every
0: booth. And still, even with only three hours, you got to meet Neil Adams. You got him to sign your name. You got Absolute Watchmen.
1: Shit done art, a katana. Awesome art, too. Like, really fucking good art.
0: Yeah. It's not, it's not like you had to settle for anything.
1: Ew. And a free comic that someone handed to me that I had no idea what it is. But whatever it is, the artist really, really likes Mike Pignola.
0: As do we all.
1: And I may have flirted with a chick who was running the uh, Kubert booth. Really? Yeah, I'm shameless, if you've never
0: noticed. So, yeah,
1: I was... <laughs> putting...
0: <laughs> I know you're shameless, but I also don't, like... I don't picture you, like, being a pimp.
1: I didn't say I was I was acting
0: pimpish. No, 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 no. I, I, I just said I was flirting with a chick and it was running I the Kubert mean booth. That you, you saying anything to a chick is just... It's hard to imagine.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's, there's nothing beats flirting with a chick while buying Sergeant Rock artwork. <laughs> and starting off the conversation with, yeah, I'm going to take the uh, Joker and the Sergeant Rock. <laughs> and then somehow that leading into flirting briefly. <laughs> That's the best intro line I've ever heard. <laughs> Try that at a bar one day. Stunt up to a check. I'm going to take the Joker and the Sergeant Rock.
0: <laughs>
1: throws, throws a drink in my face.
0: <laughs> yeah 45 minutes later, you're still gun-blown. <laughs> Not by her though. it's uh, by, it's by, by a Tom drifter. Hardy. It's by Tom Hardy. <laughs> uh, he admits it
1: because <laughs> he's an actor. Of course, he's blowing a dude. Yeah. Get lost in his lips. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, what the fuck was I talking about before that? You were talking about the, uh, Kubrick, But well, actually, you were talking about, you were getting to the one cosplayer that you hadn't seen.
1: Oh, there was a guy there. I only saw it in pictures. Um, I love looking at that post-con picture to see everything that was, I wasn't able to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we actually did that last year, and you pointed out this picture that is... So amazing. I still have it saved. It's it's Catwoman, Poison Ivy, and Harley Quinn bending over Forge camera.
1: <laughs> I have like three versions of that saved. <laughs> I've been trying to make my cover photo on Facebook forever. It's hard to get the dimensions right. But um, there was a guy in Baltimore Comic Con this year dressed as Lego
0: Batman. And when you say dress as Lego Batman, you mean dress as Lego Batman. It looks, like, this it's, isn't...
1: It's Lego Batman. Like, it's not... It doesn't even look like a costume. It it's Lego Batman. <laughs> I was amazed when I saw this. It's an incredible fucking costume. I'm confused even if it has a Lego Batarang.
0: And he poses with it. And <laughs> In fact, he even, this is the kind of costume where you look at it, you don't know how the dude moves.
1: I, I I don't even know how the fuck it, 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 you could get into it. No. Like it's all it all looks very seamless. It's incredible. He had to have won the contest. He had to. The reason I didn't see him, he must have gone there and immediately went upstairs for the contest. Yeah. Um. Because every picture I see him, he's either in the lobby or he's up there where the um or the halls are, in the yeah. second floor. So. But the fact
0: I, that he got up to the second floor astounds me.
1: Yeah, like, I would love to have seen that dude on the escalator. <laughs> can he even get on the escalator? He's huge. That's the other thing. The costume's fucking gigantic.
0: Can you imagine going up to an elevator? You press the button so that it can go down. The door opens, and all of a sudden, Lego Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he throws a bat ring at me. <laughs> Instantly goes up. To, and the goes up to him. You're not Lego Batman. I'm Lego Batman.
1: <laughs> and the awesome thing is, in every, in non, he doesn't have the batarang in every picture.
0: No, oh, so it's where real- the fuck real- does he put the batarang? <laughs> How does he put it in his hand? How does he take it out of his hand? How does he do anything with his hands? That's what really bothers me about what that. Does he
1: breathe. I think it is just Lego Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he visited our dimension.
1: Kind of like how every time I see a Deadpool cosplayer, I think it's Deadpool.
0: Yeah, I mean it's very possible. Right. They can write that into continuity.
1: Speaking of, there was a there was a picture I saw that I, I, I showed it to a hero. I don't think I showed it to you that sums up the ball. Sums up um, not Baltimore Comic Con but all Comic Cons. Yeah, and why they're great and just what they are. It was just a picture of Lady Deadpool. Sitting next to Phoenix, Jean Grey. Lady Deadpool's on the phone. Uh, Phoenix is kind of leaning over, looking to the side. Looks like she's talking to somebody who's sitting down uh, a couple of rows. And they're on, like, a fountain. Just yeah. sitting there, just hanging out.
0: Just casual.
1: Yeah, just casual. Just Lady Deadpool talking on a cell phone. Jean Grey, the sitting Phoenix. Ne- yeah, sitting next to Jean Grey.
0: And there was also, like... Um uh, hipster Robin or something. Fucking love that Hipster Robin.
1: I'm not convinced he's, he's necessarily trying to be Hipster Robin, but he just accidentally looks like Hipster Robin. <laughs> which makes it all the more hipsterish.
0: <laughs> I'm not trying to cosplay. <laughs> 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 Fucking hipsters.
1: <laughs> so that was uh, my experience at Baltimore Comic-Con. My god. I uh think that was pretty
0: much all that I got.
1: And I spent a lot of money.
0: Yeah. And you also got to see two M Bisons.
1: <laughs> You No, know, they were overweight, but it somehow worked for M. Bison.
0: And all of that they were shopping.
1: You can't even live until you've seen M. Bison who's with a Chun li shopping for comics. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got his hand in his pocket. Just like <laughs> comics. <laughs> awesome. Oh, the, before the con, I made a joke to you that I wasn't sure. I wasn't necessarily looking for anything, but I'll be happy if I walk away with some old Nick Fury Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. comics.
0: <laughs> I forgot about this.
1: So, the first booth I go to, I start flipping through comics. I, I just go to one of the boxes, flip them open, and fucking Nick Fury Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. like number 10. <laughs> what the fuck are the odds of that? I...
0: I, I have nothing. I have nothing <laughs> for that. Just was this close to buying them just for the joke. God. I should
1: have... The only reason I didn't was this This guy had... His, his comics were way overpriced. It's why it didn't look like anybody had bought any of his comics. Like there was like a Nick Fury Agent of Shield number twenty three for like a hundred and forty bucks. I spent a hundred on Green Lantern and Green Arrow. I'm not buying Nick Fury. Yeah, Agent that's for bucks. That's that's insane. So I didn't want to buy even stuff that seemed reasonably priced. I still wasn't gonna buy those boo because I don't know maybe they're shitty quality. Then if they're even if they're forty bucks, I just don't trust them. Also, I don't like um, – I have this thing at the con where I won't buy – if I don't like the look of the guy selling, I won't buy. If they seem nice, then I'll buy. From, except Crazy Ed, I'm not sure if he's necessarily nice, but he's such a fucking spectacular salesman. Like he was trying also, to sell Greenland and Green Arrow for like 140 bucks. I don't know what it was.
0: Also, he's telekinetic.
1: Yeah. Yes, he can control things with his mind. Yes. Um, okay. Because yeah, you were convinced I was going to walk up. He was going to look at me and go, looking for
0: Nick Fury, agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., huh? I was. I was. And it would have happened if he noticed you. I know. I swear to God, it would have happened. Honestly, just too many people at his booth. Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah. He, at one point, called himself the boss man to somebody, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm going to his booth every year. I'm a little disappointed. I, didn't, I wanted to buy something there because I want to make it a thing where I buy something from Crazy Ed every single year. But next year I will start that. Yeah, I'll buy at least one thing from Crazy Ed every single year.
0: If I'm with you, I'm definitely buying
1: something. Yeah, I mean he 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 packs his comics. He he has, and they're all good quality. has He has a shit ton.
0: I'm sure I would find something.
1: Oh, you know what pisses me off? I saw I I saw the black issue of Death of Superman with the black cover with the bloody S.
0: Last year? Huh? Last year or this year? This year. I thought you saw it last year too. But
1: uh I did I saw it in Crazy Eds and I saw it this there this year too, but I saw it elsewhere as well. Saw it twice. Did not buy it for some reason. I don't know why. I
0: should have. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I I just went to like a regular store once and I saw that. I don't know why I didn't buy it.
1: I uh, I want that and I want the white issue.
0: Is a white issue?
1: Yeah, it would yeah. I think it's when he comes comes back. It's um It's just white with a white S, Hmm. correctly. Uh, My brother used to have that one. I think he used to have the black cover too. Unfortunately, uh... yes. Anyway, though, uh, so so, it just just feels good to be surrounded by that much comic.
0: And once again, it's like it's the place where you're most happy. It it
1: just feels so. It's like it's so often. I just want to look around and just yell, "We're all freaks." <laughs> so In a happily. good way, yeah. Just so happily, like I love you, freaks so much. I, I
0: want to be freaks with you.
1: I don't care if this chick is weighs three hundred pounds and is five two, dresses the She-Hulk. <laughs> She's awesome. You're all awesome. <laughs> it's like that's where you belong. It is and good prices for stuff. Yeah, just good prices and just happiness. Just happiness be Yeah.
0: It's, a, it's what we all want out of life, really. To be at a Comic-Con. One day you'll know that happiness. Someday. Someday. But yeah, that sounds... <laughs> sounds like a great Sunday.
1: Better than church. Yep. Better than church. Except, um... There was also a baseball game going on in town, so it was like walking to the con surrounded by jockey-looking dudes going to the baseball game. That was rough. They must have felt so out of place. So the stadium is behind the convention center.
0: I mean, it it could have been worse. You could have been behind the Xerxes, dude. Oh, before we go. Yep. Ice-cold water guy was still there. Oh, God.
1: And awesome, awesome moment. There was another guy selling water like just a couple feet away from him. Still at same sidewalk, pretty much, but just a couple of feet away, who is yelling, you know, just selling his stuff, yelling, like, ice-cold water for $1, you know, but he's yelling. Ice-cold water guy, fucking megaphone. <laughs> just yelling over top this dude. You can tell this dude's getting pissed. <laughs> this ice-cold water guy is going,
0: ice, ice, ice. <laughs>
1: Sitting there casually. It was just, just awesome. I hope
0: he's back next year.
1: There, people are getting pictures with him now. I've seen so many pictures of, of just people posing with ice cold water guy. He's famous now.
0: <laughs> the internet made him a star.
1: It was thing of beauty. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that, when, I, when I first walked in, there was a Starbucks in the, in the con. Right. Yeah. Mine was a Sailor Moon. No, well, it was a Sailor Jupiter. That's it. And, it and, and with her was a really horrible Batman. Like, just sad. Just horrible, horrible, like Halloween costume Batman. But everybody else in the line was dressed normal. It was on the other side of the convention hall. So it wasn't where the Comic Con was. And then there's like this seating area near the Starbucks where there's a guy in a suit with his silver laptop reading a newspaper while on the phone doing business. And then in line is a fucking Sailor Jupiter and a badly dressed Batman (laughs) at Starbucks.
0: It was so fucking weird. And right after that, you saw a tuxedo mask.
1: Yes. Holton carrying a giant key. Just saw many people carrying for some reason. I guess some booth was selling giant keys. (laughs) That that tuxedo mask did not have a rose, though. So
0: it was blanching. Yeah, then it wasn't him. Incom- how the fuck? How did he how
1: transform? That's what I want to know. How the no. fuck? You transform without that goddamn rose.
0: He can't. That's the thing. He's stuck in that form forever.
1: That's horrible. That's depressing. Where's your goddamn rose tuxedo mask? Save him, Lego Batman.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, that was my con kind of experience. Not as fun as last year. Still funner than anything else. funner. More fun than anything else I've ever done
0: in my life. Well, Mike, last year you didn't walk away with Neil Adams signing your name. That's true. So fuck last year. This year is better. <laughs> Easily, accurate. Baltimore Comic Con 2012.
1: Another, the Mike experience. Another great year. Another great year. And here's to next year. Or more stories of. So happenstance and weirdness will take place.
0: Perhaps I'll join you.
1: Perhaps. I mean, you fucking will if it's the last thing I goddamn do. I swear to God. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Indy. I love all you freaks. Have pleasant 1st
0: You're not the Mike. I'm the Mike. Listen next week to another tale of a strange and terrifying.